everybody. I'm Gary Ebersol. Richard Kipling here. And I'm Randy Schultz. Welcome to Camp Codger, a podcast for people in their golden years. Join us to hear rocking chair wisdom from three old guys. In this episode, we look at great ways seniors can save money. Before we get started, I thought I'd open the old mailbag and check on a few letters from camp. Our first letter came from Jack, who wished us a joyful Festivus. I love that idea because Festivus, <laughs> even though we all think of it as a Seinfeld tradition, actually had a little bit of history before that. But it's a nice idea because it kind of moves against the, the totally commercial aspect of Christmas. It's all about being joyful and spending time with friends and family. So thanks a lot, Jack. Hey, before you read another one, I, I just got to share, my world has just been rocked. I thought they invented Festivus on Seinfeld, and that's the way I want the world to be. So I'm not going to listen to any more of your <laughs> your earth-shattering comments. Sorry, Randy. Wikipedia. <laughs> you got to go to Wikipedia if you want the truth. What else is in the mailbag? All right. We got a couple of comments on bands, one of our favorite episodes ever. Patricia and Roger reminded us that we forgot Elton John. Hmm. Roger reminded us that he just ended a 300-event farewell tour. Can you believe that? The guy's like our age. He's old, and he's touring. You know, you know what? I was at one of those shows. I went to the show in Phoenix. It was really good. But just for historic record, Elton John came on the scene in America in 1970. That's personally why I didn't mention him on our 60s rock show, but I will talk about him a lot when we revisit the topic and talk about great bands of the 70s. Yeah, I think you're, you're spot on. We probably skipped him because it was early 70s rather than late 60s. No, I skipped him because he's not my favorite. Well, just because you don't know anything <laughs> yeah. about music, Richard. <laughs> okay. We have another comment about our band's episode from Jimmy K. And Jimmy had such a great story. I'm just going to read what he said. I was 12 years old living in Connecticut when the Beatles played Shea Stadium. Our local AM radio station ran a contest, something like, the 13th caller wins a pair of tickets to the show. Well, guess what? I won them. <laughs> and as you can imagine... My mother would not even think about letting me go. She wouldn't even let, let me go with my 17-year-old cousin. So the sad news yeah. is that I sold the tickets, actually oh. around for twice the face value, scalping tickets at 12 years old. Oh. I was an early adapter. <laughs> Jimmy, your entrepreneurial spirit came out early in life. Oh. I sure wish you had gone to the show, Same. though, and then we could ask you about that. Oh, well, then we could interview him, because somebody that actually went to a show with the Beatles at Shea Stadium. How cool. Anyway, thanks for all your input. And as they used to stay in radio in the early days of television, keep those cards and letters rolling in. We love to hear from you. Randy, why don't you get us started on money-saving tips for seniors? I would love to, Gary. You know, I, I think this is going to be a really fun topic, and I th think we're going to hear from our listeners. They're going to have ideas, too. I'm going to start with a big one. I'm going to start with something that you don't do every day, but when you do it, this tip can save you thousands of dollars. And I'm talking about buying a used car or a slightly used car instead of a new one. 
every few years when I need to buy a car, I buy one that's already a few years old. With car leases, there's a lot of good used cars coming onto the market that are perfectly wonderful and they seem new to you. They just don't have a new car price. That's kind of my big tip for when you're making a big ticket item purchase like a car, consider some alternatives. For me, it's buying a a lightly used car. How about you? Boy, I'm going the other direction, Randy. I'm not not reaching in my pocket to buy a car. My motto is walk, don't ride. Whenever you can, you look around and you find a, a grocery store half a mile away. Well, it may sound like far, and of course you hop in your car to go there, but don't hop in the car. Go by foot. It's better for your health. It's better for the air, and it's better for your pocketbook. Well, it's hard to argue with that, Richard, I think. (laughs) But when I do need to drive a car, it's going to be my used car. In my case, it's going to be my hail-damaged car that I bought last time. (laughs) I had a different way of phrasing what you said. Mine was, get over the car thing, guys. We're too old to be defined by our cars. I know Richard's laughing because Richard loves his BMWs. And I used to be a BMW guy. But the last time I needed a car, I started looking for used cars. I'm thinking, okay, I don't need a new BMW. I'll never buy another BMW for the rest of my life (laughs) after that last repair bill. Just a clarification. I don't drive a BMW. I drive a new BMW. Yeah, I know. I know. This is the way to save money is to get over the car thing. Because trust me, my hail damaged Hyundai, I mean, we're not talking about a fancy car. We're talking about a basic car. It was $15,000 off the new car price. And it only had 11 miles on the odometer. Mm. Sat out in a hailstorm in Colorado a summer before I bought it. Sat on the lot. Nobody wants a hail damaged car except me. And I look at each one of those little <laughs> dimples on that car, think that just saved me money. <laughs> anyway, good one. All right. So, one of my favorites, it came up in an article I read recently. You've got to learn to ignore expiration dates on food containers. I know, I know we're all thinking, oh my God. Wait a minute, what does that that have have to do do with buying a used car? Yeah. (laughs) We've moved on from cars. (laughs) Wait a minute, we're having a codger moment live on the air. (laughs) No, go ahead, go ahead. I'm just teasing you. I think Richard and I both said, okay, there's another car thing coming. I'm I'm done with cars. I told you, I got over the car thing. I'm beyond cars now. So now we're saving money. And the way I save money was I ignore the expiration dates on food containers. It's hard for me. I've always taken those as kind of the gospel. Oh, my God, it's past the expiration date. It's not an expiration. It's a sell-by date. It's a use-by date. And there's absolutely no proof that those have anything to do with food safety. You go to foodsafety.gov and they'll give you some ideas on how long food should really last. This is all done by Big Ag to sell you more food. Oh my God, it's two days past the sell-by date. (laughs) I'm tossing this out into the garbage. Gary, I totally agree with you on this one. I eat quote unquote expired (laughs) food all the time, but I don't let too much time lapse because then it just starts creeping me yeah. out. It's like, oh man, I don't want to get a stomach ache yeah. over Yeah, this. but your nose but, and you your know, eyes will tell you the truth. That's all. Right. All right. 
I have a weird story to tell. Recently, I actually started drinking a protein shake that had expired. When I opened it up and took the first sip, it's like it didn't pour out of the container. It kind of glug, glug, chugged out of the container. And I looked at the bottom of the package. The expiration date was two years ago. <laughs> so there is a limit to how long you can eat expired food. <laughs> two days, no problem. Two, two years, not so much. Let me qualify this for our <laughs> listeners. Don't take any advice we give as having any particular merit. Just use your common sense, your nose, and your eyes. Can Would I you? get back to the transportation issue just for a minute? If you look at the best deal in America, it's senior passes for public transportation. In L.A., if you can figure out what the right buses are, you can ride a bus in L.A. almost anywhere for a senior. 35 cents. You can get an entire day of transportation on the bus and light rail system and subway in LA for $2.50 if you're 62 or over. In Santa Fe, if you're older than 59, a ride costs 35 cents. And an annual pass in Santa Fe for all the buses, 100 bucks. Ask for the senior discount. Yeah. Whatever it is uh, you're buying, wherever it is brilliant. you are, whether you're getting on the bus, whether you're at Denny's, what, you know, whatever, the checkout stand at almost any store, ask if they have a senior discount. I live in Colorado Springs, which is a, a very military town. A lot of times at the cash register, they'll ask me if I'm a serving or a veteran military person. Sadly, I say, no, I don't get that discount. But if they bring that up, I say, well, do you have a senior discount? Sometimes the answer is yes. I get 10% off on something I didn't know I was going to get a discount right. on. Very clever. Can I go back for a minute to transportation? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm going to go back to it because seniors drive less than the rest of the population. Every auto insurance company has a low mileage discount sometimes a major low mileage discount. And if you walk and if you take public transportation in any dose, you're likely to be driving a lot less. And if you drive only four or 5,000 miles a year and not eight, 10 or 12, you're going to get a discount if you ask. It goes back to Randy's thing. You got to ask. Richard, do you have anything else for oh, us? Yeah, I do. Look around your community to see if it has a senior center. Most communities of any size do. I have one five, six blocks from my house. It's tidy. It's well attended. It has its own fitness center, so you don't have to belong to a gym. It's almost always free or virtually nothing to join or be a member of. And even the fitness uh, routines and they give classes and everything else are pennies. Pennies compared to what you'd find in the marketplace. It's also, of course, a good way to meet other people. So I have another one. And this is really simple, but it's actually surprisingly effective. Always shop with a list. Don't leave the house. Oh, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. You would think it's not a big deal, right? Everybody knows what you need when you go to the grocery store. 
I've learned, particularly after living with my wife for a while, is I can't let her go grocery shopping by herself. <laughs> She's delightfully spontaneous, but Trader Joe's is just chock full of impulse items, especially in the frozen food aisle. And if she goes out, something comes back that just looked great in the store, and then it goes to waste. Sits in the freezer, sits in the shelf. And my particular rule is, and I really live by this, when I go shopping, I have a list. And it's only like one in five trips I might spontaneously put something in the shopping cart. And everything that I usually buy gets eaten. Always shop with a list. Randy, you must have another. I do. Mine about shopping is shop at thrift stores, especially for things like clothing, especially for things that are not food-related. Thrift stores have great prices. Most thrift stores, actually, if you make a purchase, you're, you're essentially giving a donation to a, a nonprofit mm-hmm. organization. So that's kind of a feel-good. So for things like clothing and books and maybe even tools – Whatever it is you're looking for, go to the thrift store and just check it out. See if it's it's on the shelf. This is one place, unfortunately, where you can't really shop with a a list because (laughs) the cool stuff you hadn't even thought you needed. It's only $3, so you you go ahead and buy it. (laughs) You go in with an open mind. (laughs) That dress might might look great on me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, all I know is if you're a woman, the women's clothing department in the thrift store is a treasure trove. I know because my wife goes there regularly and comes back with really nice, cute little outfits and tops, and, and she saves a boatload of money. And I don't mind if she spends $3 on a top <laughs> because it's totally worth it if she wears it a couple of times. It's a good donation. B does the same thing. Your clothes look great. On top of that, the thrift store near me has a senior day. <laughs> on Wednesday, not only are you saving money because it's a thrift store, but they take 50% off the price tag. A dollar and a half for that dress? <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, exactly. It, it looks great on you, Randy. It looks really great. Uh, and I, it, it's, it almost fits, and I've, only, I've worn it a couple of times. It's well worth it. <laughs> oh. I've got another one. I know it's not going to be particularly well received this time of year. I'm saying forget the gift exchange at Christmas. I know it's very Scrooge-like, but really, how many times do you get gifts that you look at and say, okay, what am I going to do with this? I'm never going to wear that one. Most of us have what we need, and the gifts are a nice sentiments but they're not practical. And being the very practical, analytical person I am, I tend to look at gifts in terms of effective utility. So I'm a kind of an anti-gift person, as I mentioned in our holiday episode. And at this year, for the first time, B sat down next to me one day in the living room and said, Gary, let's not exchange gifts this year. Hooray! We did the same thing. We're going to go out to a very nice dinner Christmas week. You guys are making me sad. <laughs> bah, humbug. No, we're making retailing sad too, aren't we? That's just sad. No no presents under the tree. Oh, no. There are lots of empty boxes under the tree wrapped up very nicely. We're just like Macy's. We can make up gifts and put them under this fake tree. Oh, Lord. 
Check your cable TV subscriptions. Those guys are truly the worst bandits ever. I love you, Comcast. I didn't mean that. <laughs> no. <laughs> They're going to cut you <laughs> off. Like gold. <laughs> no, truthfully, they'll go up from a $50 a month rate to $150 a month when their subscription expires. Yeah. It's just awful. I finally managed to get Comcast to give me this kind of fixed price, no discounts. I didn't want to deal up front. Just tell me what the base is. You know, I did the same thing within the last month. I called up uh, Comcast slash Xfinity. I said, you know, my bill has creeped up rather alarmingly. <laughs> Let's talk about it. The nice lady on the phone found a couple of deals, promotional prices, but they're good for 12 months or whatever. I'm saving $50 a month just on that one bill. And the service hasn't changed a bit. But you've got to so, remember to call in next year at the same time because it's going to roll over and that savings is going to disappear. And it's probably going to disappear into a higher bill than you would previously yeah. had. Well, I, I do have a little tickler in my in my paper calendar, <laughs> and I and I will call them. I got a totally different one. What if you made Wednesday your pantry cooking night? Every Wednesday, you have to go into your own mm. pantry, wherever you store your canned goods and and your food and your refrigerator, and you got to make dinner from what's there. You can't go out to the store. You can't buy any anything else. That's a way to force you to use up what you've already got. When you bought it, you thought it was good enough to eat. Now it's time to prove it. And it goes back to the expiration dates. If you go through the pantry and start pulling out things that it might have been there for a while, you're going to use up the food before it gets expired. It's a win-win for everybody. I had a similar one, which was simply agree to go vegetarian a couple times a week. A lot of your costs are the meat and fish. And if you cut those out a couple times a week, you're going to save yourself 20, 30 bucks a week. That's a good one. That's a good one. Gary, we've got time for one more tip. Do you have a quick I don't think I have anything left. I got one. Do your reading via eBooks from your local library instead of going and buying books. You'll be amazed at how current many of the libraries are with new releases. And you can get something that's on the bestseller list at the library as an ebook for free if you sign up for a library card. I did that in Santa Fe a couple of weeks ago. I haven't yet used it for an ebook, but uh, I will. And I do use it in Altadena for an ebook rental. And you get the book for 21 days. That ought to be a long enough for you to read the book. After that, automatically goes back to the uh, library. And then a day or two later, you can ebook rent it again if you haven't finished it. There is a caveat to that, particularly in Santa Fe, is it's just almost like a regular book. They only have N number of copies. Mm -hmm. And you may find yourself on a very long waiting list. So you, you have to be patient, but it's a great way to save money. Don't buy the book if you don't have to. Use your library. But it's not an unlimited resource. Right. So no, be patient, right. put your name in, get on the list. It may take you a few weeks to get the book you want, but it's free. That's a great idea. Well, we've come up with quite a few ways, big and small, to save money. If you're listening out there and we haven't mentioned one of your favorite ways to save money, send us an email, go to the website, campcodger.com, tell us what your money-saving tip is. 
Before we go, we should explain the bleeping you heard during our discussion about the savings from buying used cars and the high cost of owning overpriced German cars. We decided a bit of self-censorship was in order since I was being intellectually lazy when I was cursing about the cost of repairing my last BMW. It's understandable since those pieces of Teutonic take a small fortune to maintain. Anyway, we promise to watch our language in the future. Join us next week when Randy leads a discussion about the challenges many older people have of getting a good night's sleep. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe to Camp Codger on your favorite podcast app or sign up on our website. As always, we would love to hear from you. Drop us an email at campcodger, one word, at gmail.com or leave a comment on this episode at www.campcodger.com. <laughs>